Bruce Lawn. On my last video regarding the Devon Franklin and Megan Good situation, I made some comments that I think I needed to bring clarity to. A couple people asked in the comments section uh, regarding career, family, women. What is what is my opinion on it? But most more importantly than that, what do the actual scriptures say about this topic? That is what we're going to be talking about on this video. And just fair warning. You may get offended. You may get a little triggered, but just follow, watch till the end. And I think you'll be very, in my opinion, encouraged and liberated by this conversation. But before we get into that, guys, my name is Ruslan. We have free resources in the description of this video, including a free how to study the Bible course over at mastermydevo.com, as well as a free Master My Habits course that's about to drop with my therapist and additional free niche trainings if you're looking to get into the Christian YouTube space. When it comes to women, this is such a polarizing conversation, such an unhelpful conversation most times, and it can really divide people on where they are. One side of the aisle, you have really uh, a fringe, sometimes unhelpful perspective from the thousand point Calvinist crowd where women can't do anything outside of the home besides half babies and be good wives. And they would, in my opinion, come and lay down what I think is potentially God's best at the altar of misogyny and just not being very helpful in terms of a true complementarian view on men and women and roles within a marriage. The other extreme, the other extreme is what we would call the modern woman, uh, do without will, lay down God's best at the altar of meaning and self-fulfillment. Okay. Two extremes regarding this conversation and tying it into the Megan Good, Devon Franklin, listen, I don't know anything about their relationship. All we know is the things that we've seen in the public eye. We saw her wanting to be in Hollywood. We saw him coming from Hollywood, wanting to be a pastor, people saying their relationship was unequally yoked, so on and so forth. Um, I'm not going to unpack all of that, but I do want to speak specifically to women, children, I'll get personal, and at the end of the video, I'll reveal kind of our dynamic within our home, and that may surprise you. Okay, so when it comes to women, women careers, the roles of women, so on and so forth, many of us love the passage in Proverbs 31, and that's what we're going to open with, and some of you guys have read this passage before. This is Proverbs chapter 31. We're going to jump into verse 10. I'm reading at the NIV. It says, a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm. All the days of her life, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. Then verse 14, it goes a little deeper. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and the portions for her female servants. She considers a female and buys it, so she out here in the real estate game, out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hands, she holds the distant and the distant, the distant and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her 
her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected in the city gates where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with uh, sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. That's a good one. I like that. That's so poetic. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithfulness. Instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also... And he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Hello, somebody. Listen, uh, when we read that, when we read that chapter in Proverbs chapter 31, and this is describing a woman that is crushing it. And we read that passage, and I would be very hard to press on anyone that's really sat with that chapter and how they can remain viewing women as less than men, how they can remain with a misogynistic view that women uh, can't be entrepreneurial and they can't also run their household and they also can't be amazing spouses and bring honor to their husbands. I don't know how anyone can read that and not believe that if we're actually viewing scripture as God's authority. I think this is one of the most affirming and advancing views of women in any ancient scriptures and in any religion is if you just read Proverbs chapter 31 and the woman that we see in Proverbs chapter one, she's entrepreneurial, she's industrious, she's self-motivated, she's balancing, she's crushing it. Okay. So I think if we're looking at that, we have to say, wait a minute, all of this stuff of like Christian patriarchy and white cisgender males who are Christians are the worst when it comes to our treatment of women. And according to this passage, I don't think if it should be true because it just sounds nonsensical when you read that, right? You look at that and you're like, wait a minute, that sounds rather affirming of women being able to do amazing things. Now, if we look at Jesus, and we look at the woman who first made it to the tomb. It was it was the women that first came to the tomb, not the disciples. And then if you look at as the church goes on, you see Paul. He's writing and he's uh, addressing different women, Phoebe, other women in the New Testament that had some degree of influence. We also see that there was prophetess, I believe in Luke chapter 2, that was a woman who would prophesy. So we see women clearly affirmed in scripture and given a ton of value, a ton of dignity, a ton of uh, just empowerment, in my opinion. And I don't mean in the in a toxic, modern feminist way. I mean, just in a biblical, honoring way. We see it all throughout the scriptures. And we're going to look at another passage, Titus chapter two, and we're going to bring some balance to this view. Okay. And so Titus chapter two, this is Titus chapter two, verse three. Likewise, Teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but teach, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subjects to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Okay, and then it goes for how you know the, the men should encourage the younger men. So here we see. 
Paul telling the older women to teach the younger women how to properly be a wife who is a Christian, a follower of Jesus, right? Teach the younger women, and, and I think there's, there's, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is the key here, to what? To love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word. This Proverbs 31, I think, is an amazing passage, and I would say that in, in my experience, there is uh, a, a whole lot here that we can glean from. On the contrary, I also think there's the other side of, hey, make it your priority to uh, be home, to, to be present, to love your husband, to love your kids, okay? And if we would go to the, to the Ephesians passage about men love your women the way Christ loved the church, women submit to your husbands the way, uh, you know, uh, the church submits to Christ, so on and so forth. And, and that's a metaphor for the church, but it is also f- applicable for marriage, that there is this call on men to lay down their lives and lay down what they want to do for the sake of their marriage and for women to submit to their husbands the way they do the church. And that, that might be controversial to some of you guys, but in terms of women in career, how do we navigate this? Now, there's nothing in the scripture that ever forbids women from working, okay? There's nothing in the scripture that says that a woman can't work and can't do industrious things. The question that becomes, is a career and work the means to an end or is it the end? You following along? So, and, and, and this is applicable to any follower of Jesus. Is your career and your path all about you and your fulfillment and you being an autonomous human that has fulfillment, all these different things? Or is it a means to an end to bring glory to Jesus and to God in the season of life that you're in? That is a question that we all have to wrestle with, but I think specifically for women. So when it comes to women and them working outside of the home, pursuing careers. I think we look at it as Christians, and especially those of us that come from a fundamental background as yes or no, black or white, binary, where I think the scriptures a lot of times have a if and when approach, right? If and when. So in this Titus passage, it says younger women with children, and it says to be busy at home and to care for their home. So my question to you guys is, and I'm going to speak generally right now. I'm, we're going to talk about the exception to the rule, but I'm going to speak generally right now, okay? So just, just follow along. Generally speaking, most Christians desire to be married. And statistically speaking, if you're a follower of Jesus, odds are you will get married at some point, okay? That, that is what it is. Furthermore, most Christians who get married eventually desire children, so I'm speaking specifically to Christians who are followers of Jesus, submitted their life to Jesus, who are married and are going to get married and are going to desire children. How does that work? How does that work? And so I'm now going to tell you guys the practical side, and I'm going to get into our story and, and where we are in terms of our own family dynamic and kind of share some personal details. The practical side of this is they've done studies and they've looked at dual income households versus single income households. And by and large, what they found is households where one person is the sole provider tend to net and take home more money than when there's two people that are working. And you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. Follow along for a second. If there's two people that are working and there's young children involved, I'm talking kids under six, okay? Two children are working and there's young children involved, 
you net and take home less money when both people work. Why? Well, when you factor in commuting back to work, I know the pandemic happened and folks have been working from home, but generally speaking, people who drive to work, people who have to pay for more gas, people who have to buy more clothes, people tend to eat out more, okay? When you look at that, it's actually a wash. Oh, and there's this pesky little expense called childcare, which I don't know if any of you guys know what it costs to put a child in childcare. It's a lot of money. Okay, on the low end of the spectrum, you're talking about twelve hundred a month per child. On the higher end of the spectrum, you're talking about upwards of two thousand dollars a month. If now you're having to spend more on childcare, more on eating out, more on clothes, more on dry cleaning, more on another a second vehicle, so on and so forth, you're going to take home less money. Okay, that that is what it is. Okay, somebody said in Canada, it's about $1,600 a month. Okay, in, in, in San Diego, it's a lot more. In New York, it's a lot more, all right? So if we're going to look at it and we're going to say, okay, wait a minute. I'm going to have children and then I am going to pay someone else to raise my children for me so that I can continue pursuing a career. Okay, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me. So I, I know this is unsettling. I know this is uncomfortable. I understand that, but that is what it is. So again, are we laying down our lives to follow Jesus and to create homes that are the most optimal for children, considering you want to get married and you want to have children, or are we laying down our families at the altar of self-fulfillment and and in doing what we want to do and following our career, so that places people in a in a dilemma, does it not? How does that work? What do you do? How do, how do, how do you navigate these conversations? Right? It's it, it becomes tricky. So let's let, let me let me tell you guys where we are personally. When we initially got married, I made very little money. Okay, I'm talking broke, broke. Okay, both come from poverty. We both had a ton of student loan debt. We both made really, well, me more than my wife, made really bad decisions with finances. And so in our situation, we had to look at our friends that were having kids and they were st- the wives were still working. Sometimes there was stay-at-home dads in the equation. That's a whole nother conversation. And we saw these different dynamics and we would see repeatedly that, you know, you got a 12-week-old, you got a three-month-old, and now you're going to take the child somewhere else so that the mother can go back to work, you know? And so we knew that our values was, hey, I, Ruslan, need to earn and provide enough money to give my wife the opportunity to stay home with our child. Now, let me pose a question to you ladies, and this might be controversial. You guys can say this in the comment, whatever you want. If you had the option, those of you guys that are women with kids, if you had the option to stay home and raise your little kids. I'm not talking about your your high school kids. If you had the option, okay, and you could stay home, would you? Ah, hmm. Now again, we're generally speaking, if you had the option, would you? By the way, they surveyed women, and guess what they find out? You can Google this, you can verify me. (laughs) I ain't gonna like this. 
60% of women, I think it was 58% to be exact, with children under 18 who work, who work, said they would rather stay home with their children. Mmm, now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Ah, now we're getting to the nitty gritty. And this is, this is, this is women with children under the age of 18. Imagine if we did that exact same survey and surveyed women with children under the age of six. So it sounds like, generally speaking, most women would, would love a shot to stay home with their children when they're little. So then why is there this, ah, women need to be in the marketplace. How dare you say a woman can't stay, she got to go work, right? Why is there this vitriol for the modern woman and this, and this, this unrealistic, unrealistic pressure to have everything? You're going to have the popping career. You're going to have an amazing sex life. You're going to be an incredible mom. How? What, what, in, in which capacity can, can any human do that? Do all of those things. My, 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 my daughter's eight, eight months old right now. We had Zoe. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine taking her somewhere for six to eight hours a day and paying someone else to raise our child. Okay, I, I, I couldn't imagine. And I understand that some of you guys are, that's, some, that's what you guys, you guys are going through. That. It's real. And, and by the grace of God, some of you guys are blessed and you have amazing families. You have in-laws that live with you. You have incredible uh, uh, families that live with you and so on and so forth. So that's, that, that, that's, again, that's different. We're speaking in this sense where you, we, relationships 50-50 and you need, to go, you need to have your career. How dare you lay down your career? And what we see in our local community when we see in our church community is that, and this might be controversial, is that a lot of women are okay if they have the opportunity provided for them to pause and stay home for a season. That's hard. That's hard to say that out loud, right? So let's talk about what happens to, to, to women who are lawyers. They've done studies on this. Right. Women who work, work. My little sister is a lawyer, by the way, work real, real hard, go through law school, the whole bit. Boom. They're they're crushing it. They're they're, they're going after it. They're doing their thing. And then they hit their 30s. Usually most of them are married to other lawyers or doctors because that's kind of how that thing works out. And what happens? They start pulling away because they realize that a lifestyle at 200K or 400K isn't really that much of a difference. And they, they, they go back and have children and start families. This is also statistically true. So I'll tell you guys about our situation. Like I said, we knew that our value system was that we needed my wife to stay home. That, that was our value system. So guess what? I had to figure it out. Guess what? I had to learn to uh, make more money. That, that it is what it is. I had to learn to make more money. I had to learn to provide. I had to learn to grind. I had to learn to figure it out. Okay. And it was one of the best decisions that we've ever made outside of getting out of debt. We got out, we got out of debt. We had no debt. We had $25,000 saved. Right. And we, uh, uh, my wife was able to come stay home. Now, baby number two, (laughs) my wife has immense skills and immense value. So where are we at right now? Um, this is where we at right now. And, and I know a lot of entrepreneurial women like this is I'm pressing my wife like, yo, 
can we get you a, a cleaning lady to come by? I know you love to clean, but like, is this really a good use of your time when you could be doing all of these other things for our business? Because she collects a salary and, and does all the bookkeeping for us and is, and is brilliant. Okay. Can we, uh, no, I don't want that. I want nobody coming by the house. Okay. Maybe we could hire a, a, a nanny or something to help you with the kids. Cause now we have three kids under seven. No, she doesn't want that. Right. So we're on the other end of the extreme where my wife is an actual like Proverbs 31 woman. She has uh, a side. She works part-time at our church in the children's ministry. She has other ventures that she's doing. She volunteers. And I'm like, yo, like, Ah, like if we could just bring in some help because you're you're in a spot where even though we have an eight month old, she's so vastly talented that I actually want her to want to 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 like be more involved in what we're doing. And so there are women who, uh, you know, are, are are crushing it in their home, and they hire out help to have somebody come in and clean because if you look at their time, their 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 skill set. It doesn't make sense for them to do stuff like manual labor and cleaning, just like it doesn't make sense for me to change our own oil, right? Financially, it doesn't make sense. I'd rather pay Jiffy Lube 35 bucks to do it. In the same way, there are women who may hire a nanny to come in and do stuff, and there are women who may hire a cleaning person to come in and do stuff, and yet they're still focused in their home, loving their husbands a whole bit, right? So where, where's that tension, right? Okay, now we're transitioning more into a Proverbs 31 type of scenario, Okay, where a woman is industrious, entrepreneurship. But the key is that the home is taken care of. And best believe there's always money in the bank account. There's always food in the, in the fridge. There's always resource. Okay, so some of you guys are like, oh, but that's not everybody's situation. You don't understand. That's not. And this is now. Now, now this is where I'm going to speak to the fellas. Fellas. Listen up. This is, this is going to be offensive. Maybe you should consider this while you're building out the type of life you want to build in your head and based on the skill sets that you're hoping to acquire and the life that you envision for your home and your future wife. Maybe you should be considering these things as you're building this out. I understand there's exceptions to the rule. I understand that there's women that are doctors. We're talking about generally, generally, what is the optimal type of environment to bring children into a home? What is the optimal environment? To let a wife have the option of staying home. And we just, according to this chat, according to the polling, we agreed that women would prefer to stay home if they had the option, especially with little kids. Right? So, men, you're called to love your wife the way Christ loved the church who laid down his life for the church. You know what that means? For me, practically, for me, it meant that I had to lay down my vision of my life and my career and what I wanted to do. And I had to lay that down and do what was the most conducive and beneficial for my marriage. Specifically, I had to lay down my desire to be some rapper artist who travels all over the country and does cool music and plays at the House of Blues and all the. I had to lay that down and lay that pursuit down and, and pivot into something that was going to generate more revenue into something that was going to keep me close to home into something that wasn't going to keep me three, four, five, six weeks away. Right. I had to pivot and rebuild my life and my career in a way that gives my wife the opportunity to stay home and not just stay home, but actually have me around to help. 
right? That's another thing we don't talk about enough. Like I'm, I'm physically available. My, my children are always arm's length for me. Sometimes I'll be in here working. My wife would be like, Hey, can you cut him hold the baby? I'm going to, I got to do this email, right? So if there are women who do not want to stay at home, respect, I'm not mad at it. Just know there's going to be different challenges. Just know that two people wanting to pursue careers with small children It's going to be very difficult. Just know that is not generally speaking, speaking generalities, again, exceptions to the rules. I know incredible, incredible women entrepreneurs. And you know what? Usually they're crushing it at a level where they could have the nanny come in and they could have the, 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 uh, the, the, the cleaning lady come in and, and, and things are just cracking and popping. I can't convince my wife to get a nanny. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't do it because I think she really enjoys staying home. And educating our kids. Our, our kids are homeschooled. She really enjoys that. She enjoys having a house that's in order, right? And again, my wife works part-time at the church. She, she gets a salary from what we do here. She's not just like, she's not just like the typical, like, stay-at-home mom. If you guys met my wife, like, <laughs> it's not what you think. Like, she, she be roasting me. Like, it's, it's hilarious. Like, it's, she, she's really funny, right? And so, when we're factoring all these things in, I just want everyone watching, especially if you're single, have realistic expectations, You can't have it all. I know you've been told that you could have it all. I know that society has told you that you're a snowflake and you're one of a kind. And, you know, you're, you know, for for women been told you're, you're a a princess for a lot of guys. They've been told you're a king. You could do anything. You know, you, you could be an astronaut. Like, okay. And then there's like reality. And then there's like, what, what skills have you acquired? What have you done in your career path? Right. And, it's different when somebody's an entrepreneur, obviously, right? But those are the things we have to think about. So if you're, if you're getting married young, if you're having children, you have to stop and really reevaluate these things and say, what are realistic expectations for me with regards to this? And can two people who are in a marriage and one person seemingly wants a family and the other person doesn't, is that going to work out long term? And the other person who doesn't, doesn't even want to adopt? Okay, Okay, if, if two people are in a marriage and one person wants to keep pursuing their career and never, and never hit pause, and that's the person that you, you know, physically is going to have a child, where they're going to keep freezing their eggs? Like, and again, there's exceptions to the rules. People do that. But what is the ideal type of situation? So you see Proverbs 31, and you see a woman that's very industrious. She's crushing it. She's doing her thing. And then you see people on the other end of the spectrum. So... Can women work outside of the home? Sure. Okay. Should women who are married with young children work outside of the home? Hmm. According to the statistics, they don't want to. Should, is that the most optimal? And yes, we always want to point to the, the, the exception to the rule. I know so-and-so, he's a great stay-at-home dad. I know, you know, she's a man. Okay, yes, there's exceptions to the rule. But generally speaking, if you're saying you're pursuing a Christian marriage and you want a, 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 a Christian marriage, a Christian husband, to someone to be a provider, right? If that's, if that's what you're saying, you have to be congruent with those values, and that's the issue. We have a lot of people that say they have these values. I want a family. I, I want a godly marriage. I want to have an orderly home. But when it comes to live these things out, their lives look different. Right? Practice what you preach. 
Or for other folks, preach what you practice. Some of you guys do do this. You know what I'm saying? Some of you guys do do this, but you just don't preach it. You're like, oh, yeah, everybody's situation is different. Come on, fam. Cut it out. Like, generally speaking, let's keep it a buck, right? Nah, okay, we, got, got, we, we could do anything. We could do anything. It's like, okay. That biological clock do be ticking, though, right? It, you, you, the older you get and the more you push out having kids, the higher the risk of the pregnancy is, right? My wife just had Zoe at 35. Smooth pregnancy. It's different. When a woman's 40, 45, right? So, so, so you're pushing these things out. You're saying you have one set of values, but is it reflective in the way you lead the day-to-day? And I think that's, that's the part. So generally speaking, I don't think there's anything wrong with women working. I don't think there's anything wrong with women running businesses, any of that sort of thing. But there is a season of life when you have little kids where you're going to have to sacrifice Remember we talked about in that Megan Good video? Marriage is, first of all, getting saved is like going into a tomb. There's parts of you that have to die. Getting married is like going into another tomb. There's more parts of you that have to die. Right? And and, and don't be all like, oh, you died. Jesus said, hey, if you want to follow me, you have to lay down your life. Pick up your cross, follow me. That's what Jesus said. So there's, there's this idea of dying to yourself is not revolutionary. I didn't make this up. It's all over the scriptures. And when you have children, you have to go into a deeper tomb. And ladies, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to you guys for a minute. Listen to me. Hear me loud and clear. If you have men, if you have men and you're like, man, that's cool for you, Ruslan. You figured it out. And you gave your wife the opportunity to stay home. But, you know, every, everybody's husband doesn't, isn't, uh, it isn't like that, okay? Hear me loud and clear. I'm not saying you need to go be a parent to your husband. That's not what I'm saying. But don't underestimate how valuable your voice is and how uh, empowering you can be when you believe in them and encourage them and give them practical steps in terms of how to build up their revenue streams, their skill set, and so on and so forth. Don't ever underestimate that. It, I'm on paper a high-value man, if you're just talking to textbook definition, but I'm nothing without my wife believing in me, encouraging me, telling me I can do it, and, and not on no Gary V. rah, rah, rah. She just had a subtle confidence in me that allowed us to get to this point. Okay, allowed us to build our lives in a way where she ha- she has the, the the privilege and the luxury to stay home with our younger children. So, ladies, you your voice and your confidence, and sometimes you challenging and holding somebody accountable is very very powerful. Don't 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 underestimate that. So, some of you guys are like, well, my husband doesn't make it. Okay, I understand that. I understand that. But there's 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 ways to get money out here. There's there's ways to earn more. There's ways to get promotions because I think this is something that we just don't talk about. It's taboo to talk about. You say the wrong. I mean, people are already like, oh, they're coming after you for this one. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but we, we, are we just going to lie? We gonna, I'm not lying to y'all. I'm not lying to y'all. We're not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lying to you guys. And I'm not going to just be like, well, everyone's situation is different. Everyone's situation. You don't understand. Everyone's, yes. Stop looking at the exception to the rule. There's certain folks, man, they can freaking eat donuts and ice cream and 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 and, and walk past the gym and they're going to be shredded. But that ain't my testimony. <laughs> Stop looking at the exception to the rule to the to the dude that's been jacked since he was 17 years old. He eats like crap. He's been shredded forever and being like, oh, yeah, everybody can do that. No, your but your metabolism changes. Your body changes. 
You, you, generally speaking, you got to eat less calories. You got you got to die to your desire to eat whatever you want to eat. You got to you got to work your face off in the gym. And generally speaking, if you do that long enough, you'll start getting shredded too, right? And then there's people with thyroid issues and people that have right genetic disorders. That, but again, stop looking at the exceptions to the rule. You guys want to scoop up some merch? You can. It's on sale. Still Christmas 30% off. This hoodie that I'm wearing is on sale now. We have the Bless God, Love What You Do Dagger on sale for 47. The Yashua's Dream Crew Neck for 47 plus 30%. And everything is shipping immediately. Now subscribe. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Stop playing. Make sure you hit that like button for the YouTube algorithm. And the best way, the number one way to partner with what we're doing here is to consider partnering with us on our Patreon community, the most talented, amazing Patreon community. It gives you an option to make a monthly contribution. Oh, and there's the links, PayPal link, Cash App link, all that stuff's in the description. Mainstream entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Yo, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. Check out the links in the description. There's a free how to study the Bible course and a free find your niche training if you're looking to get into the creative YouTube space. Also, make sure to like this video and check out some of these other videos that YouTube is recommending for you. All right. Peace. Kingstream Entertainment.